0: A woman gets pregnant while already being pregnant. Another woman fires a gun randomly in Los Angeles traffic. And a man has died after being forced to do 300 squats as punishment for breaking COVID-19 lockdown. These are the Weird Stories from Monday. That's right, the beginning of the week. It's Monday, Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thanks for joining me. This is the only daily Weird News podcast recorded inside a closet, from my understanding. Come on. A lady got pregnant while already being pregnant. Sounds like a medical miracle. A freak of nature, perhaps. Not like anything I've read in the medical journals. But then again, I don't read medical journals. I'm not paid to do that. Rebecca Roberts and her partner struggled with infertility for more than a year. We're trying to get pregnant. Yo, you meet these couples. They always say, we are trying to get prego. So when they got a positive result with an at-home pregnancy test, they were overjoyed. But the news did not feel real until the first ultrasound appointment. When the couple saw their baby on a sonogram screen and listened to the calming cadence of a steady heartbeat on Roberts' medical chart, her obstetrician wrote, Singleton, I remember walking away from the very first scan so happy, said Roberts, who lives in England. But her excitement abruptly shifted to shock five weeks later. At the 12-week ultrasound appointment, when the sonographer spotted something astonishing, it appeared as though Roberts was suddenly carrying two babies. How? One of these babies was considerably less developed than the other. I thought something awful had happened. The sonographer looked at me and was like, Do you know you're expecting twins? But this was not a typical set of twins. Her pregnancy was diagnosed as superfetation, a rare condition in which a woman who is already prego conceives another baby. How does this happen? Roberts's pregnancy is one of the few superfetation cases recorded in medical literature history, said her obstetrician. Superfetation is so uncommon, in fact, that Walker struggled to diagnose it. Uh, Walker is her obstetrician. In his 25 years as an obstetrician, it was something he had never even seen before. Here's a quote from Walker. Well, it just doesn't happen. Took several scans before I could confidently diagnose the condition. We were concerned because the second twin was much, much smaller. It was only by regularly scanning and seeing that the rate of growth was consistently three weeks behind that we realized it was superfetation. Yes. (laughs) Crazy. The true number of superfetation cases is actually not known. But according to a report published in 2008, Uh, Fewer than 10 instances of this phenomenon have actually been recorded at that time. Uh, Now, uh, to get into the scientific background of how this happens, ordinarily hormonal and physical changes during pregnancy prevent another conception from occurring. This was not the case with this Roberts woman. Instead of stopping ovulation, she released another egg about three or four weeks after the first one, and the egg somehow miraculously managed to fertilize and implant in her uterus. Although Roberts was taking a fertility drug to stimulate ovulation, Walker said, uh, Walker, as the, uh, the doctor, said, he's not convinced that the medication, which can increase increase the chances of having multiples, is what actually caused the superfetaceous. Uh, she didn't realize two eggs at the same time, which is what the medication normally does, but we have no way of proving it one way or another. Well, this is just another wrinkle in the pregnancy thing that I've never even heard of. I mean, twins, triplets, you name it, but like getting pregnant and then pregnant again, three or four weeks later. And like, what concerns me is, can you, can you deliver them at the same time? One is three or more weeks behind in developing. So, I mean, you deliver the first one's going to be ready, but the other one needs to maybe cook in the oven for three more weeks. How do you handle this? Um, I mean, these are complications that, uh, you know, who knows if there's even a track record on how to, Uh, deal with this situation because there's so few cases of superfetation. I hope I'm saying it correct. Superfetation? More like super uterus, this lady's got. A woman fires a gun in Los Angeles traffic asking, anybody want to die now? In a scene vaguely reminiscent of something from a Hunter S. Thompson novel, a woman in L.A. was caught on camera threatening traffic. And firing a gun wildly into the air. And yelling, anybody want to die now? Anybody? And this is how I know that traffic is back to normal in Los Angeles. (laughs) When people are shooting gun out the window. Shooting gun out the window. That's when I know that LA is back on track, guys. The pandemic is finally nearly over. Traffic is back to normal. It's extremely backed up. And people are firing a gun out the window. Check, check. Driving in L.A. seems like stressful business, it says here, and Tuesdays are hard enough no matter where you're trying to drive in Los Angeles, which is why, you know, you probably shouldn't have a gun handy. You might be tempted to use it. Uh, The video of this woman went a little viral. She seems to be screaming at someone off camera with her window rolled down, and before long she whips out a handgun, which looks like a revolver, and she loads it. She wasn't even loaded. She loads it. She took the time. Just hold on right there. You cut me off, pull over and wait for me. I got this handgun, but I need to load it first, if you'll just wait for me. She points the firearm and then asks an ominous question. Anybody want to die? Anybody? The woman appears to point the gun at different cars passing in front of her. It's a terrifying scene. Even scarier is what she did next. She unloaded a round straight up through her sunroof. Just blasted through the sunroof. Police eventually caught up with the woman. She was detained without further incident. I don't know why you think you can just shoot your gun off in traffic and then you're not going to be caught. We all have a camera now. Did any, Is everybody getting the memo? I'm doing a lot of stories where people are caught on camera. They just don't seem to think that it's going to happen. They're just doing crazy shit in public and they don't – it doesn't even occur to them that it would be caught on camera. Everything is caught on camera, man. Your license plate. If you're the car in front of me and you blast your gun through the sunroof, you better believe I'm whipping out my phone. You better believe a video is going to be sent onto 911 or wherever I need to send a video of somebody shooting a gun through their sunroof in the middle of L.A. traffic. I'm impressed with the L.A. police that they actually got on the case. I mean, it seems like you got to really— They need to be noodled. Noodled? Needled? They need to be poked to get going, these L.A. police. Uh, she was charged with negligent discharge of a firearm, which is a felony. The police say she fired as many as five shots, but didn't hit any people or commuters or cars. Uh, just a few clouds in the sky. Possible seagull. This is a blessing, it says. Five shots, though. That's, I mean, she nearly unloaded all the rounds in the revolver because of what? She was late. She was late to Sprouts. I was late to Sprouts, okay? They got a sale, two, two containers of blueberries for $5, and I'm late, okay? I need to get to Sprouts. In the video, she also seems to be shouting nonsensical things at the traffic, so she may be suffering from a mental health episode. Or, you know, you guys don't want to say it, but drugs. I mean, just say drugs, man. I mean, it's more likely that she's on drugs than she has a mental health episode. We're being real here, right? It says here the, at the end of the article that Los Angeles, in case you don't know, is a, is a vehicle city. The commutes are very extreme. The smog occasionally impenetrable, and the parking situation is very intense. But uh, Angelenos are rewarded with one of the most vibrant car cultures in the world. Yeah, very vibrant, where people will blast a revolver through the sunroof and just to let you know that they're behind you and that they need to get to Sprouts. <laughs> we sincerely hope that this frustrated driver received the help that she needs. Yeah, you know, you're not going to get help if traffic in L.A. is what sets you off. You need to leave L.A. is what you need. If it's pushed you to this level, like, the traffic, you know, the people that live here, you just kind of accept it after a while. I've kind of accepted it. It's just like it's the worst. I hate it. If it bothers me to that point where I'm going to blast my gun through the window, I'm moving, man. I'm going to move before it gets to that point. I suggest she does the same. Yeah. market. A Filipino man has died after being forced to do 300 squats by the police. What police? The gym police? The out of shape police? They're just pulling people over? You're a little obese. Why don't you give me 300? A young Filipino lad has passed away after being forced by the police to do 300 squat like exercises as punishment for reportedly breaking strict New COVID-19 lockdown rules. Yeah, it's pretty strict. You're making people do squats until they die. Do you guys know what a squat is? It's when you bend at the knees and push your butt out. Very good exercise to strengthen your quads. Get your net, get your glutes in order, you know, guys. If you're into like, you know, you want to go to the club and shake that thing, you should do some squats, man, in preparation. That'll get you looking good back there. Darren Manoag Peñaradondo, age 28. Wow, I'll say, young person to die from squats. Ha, must have been really out of shape. This guy Darren suffered a seizure at his house and died in a hospital a day after the humiliating exercise. His death certificate indicated the cause of death was a stroke and cardiovascular hypertension. Well, I suppose if you are extremely out of shape, doing 300 squats will definitely push you over the edge. I mean, I can think of like an elderly person with some cardiovascular situations wouldn't be able to make it through 300 squats it's hard to imagine a 28 year old not making it through but i mean there's a you know we're all in a variety of shapes here mr Panieredondo lived in Cavite province on the island of luzon uh, which i've never heard of it's one of those areas under a severe lockdown imposed on some 25 million people as the philippines grapples with another alarming spike in coronavirus cases that is pushed the health system to the brink of collapse. Well, So they're dealing with the real situation over there. They Clearly, they're not getting the vaccine like we are in the States, which um, has been a blessing here, for sure. It's uh, freeing up hospital beds. I mean, you got to get the vaccine to everybody in the world. I don't know how we do this. The lockdown includes a, a very strict nighttime curfew. Uh, and this guy, Darren Panaradondo, had reportedly been caught leaving his residence... After 6 p.m. to buy drinking water. Oh, my goodness. I mean, really? First of all, 6 p.m. is supreme strict COVID lockdown. I mean, that's the curfew. 6 p.m. is the curfew? I mean, I've heard 8. That seemed a little strict as well. I feel like a 10 p.m. curfew is pretty reasonable. 6 p.m. is the curfew? That just seems out of control. Uh and then to make him do exercises as punishment, it seems a little that's just a little weird at this point. I mean, write him a ticket and let's move on with our day. If you make the ticket big enough, as in some countries, then, I mean, it'll keep people at home because no one wants to pay an $800 or $1,000 ticket, which is what it can be in some of the other places in the stories that I've covered on Weird AF News. But to make somebody do exercises just seems crazy. His girlfriend told the media that he and other curfew violators were herded by the police to the town square, forced to do 100 squat-like exercises while holding their ears. Holding their ears? um, It says 100, but this guy did 300. And in the town square? That's pretty humiliating. Everybody in the town square now, gonna do some squats, we're gonna do some push-ups, gonna show everybody what happens when you break the curfew. By the way, you're not really... If this is the punishment, then... It's really not. I mean, how do you expect to keep people from leaving and flouting the curfew if all they got to do is some exercises? Just implement a fine that's hefty. And this is how you make it work. You're just everything is all wrong here. It's wrong. And look what you've done. What the collateral damage is some out of shape dude has now died from doing squats. He pulled an ass muscle and that was it. Now, there's more information on how this all went about. The girlfriend claims that the group of guys that were ordered to perform the 100 squat-like exercises were unable to perform them in sync. So, they were ordered to keep repeating the exercise until they got it right, eventually reaching about 300 of them. Mr. Panaridondo reportedly collapsed from exhaustion, had to be helped home where he complained of continuing pain and discomfort before his seizure in comments to the media the girlfriend said that he had been crawling on the floor just to get up but nobody took it very seriously because his knees and thighs were aching as was his body they didn't they couldn't foresee the seizure uh, i you know on one end i i think punishing citizens with exercise could be helpful in some instances especially in a country like my own where about 60% or more of the people are clinically obese or medically obese as you would call it i mean making people exercise in the states would be pretty cool but like to overdo it like this if someone's really out of shape and you're like 300 squats is a lot bro you should be able to see like oh this person ain't going to survive 300 squats let's stop at 50 i mean or stop when they're out of breath that's a good time to stop many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Monday. I hope I gave you some respite for the Monday blues. I know how that can be. You got to get back to the old grind. The only thing you're looking forward to is that morning cup of coffee, listening to weird AF news. I know how it can be in life. I'm happy to deliver some happiness to your life. Some, well, maybe not happiness, but definitely a distraction. Maybe a couple of laughs, although I can't always promise that, but I do my best. Uh, I want to thank everybody who sent me Friday Florida articles, or should I say Florida Friday articles. (laughs) And I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, Hope you had a nice weekend as well. And uh, I want to thank especially someone named Charlie who joined the Patreon over the weekend. Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate you for joining. I don't know if Charlie's a man or a woman, but I'm grateful for Charlie's contribution, for Charlie's support of Weird AF News, for Charlie to just wake up one day and go, you know what, this is something that I listen to five days a week. You know, I'm going to send a couple bucks their way. Show some support, you know. Is a guy recording in a closet that could probably use a few bucks a, a month from me. You know, let me buy this guy a beer a month. That seems like a suitable way to spend my money on something that I enjoy five days a week. Well, maybe I don't enjoy it five days a week, but maybe one out of those five episodes is pretty damn good. Here's a beer a month, guy. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. Charlie, thank you. You've touched me. I appreciate it so much. And please... Uh, Enjoy the extra content that's located within the Weird AF News Patreon vault, as I call it. You've unlocked the vault, Charlie. And in doing so, you've unlocked a lot of craziness, a lot of nonsense, a lot of funny, a lot of weird that's in there. Bonus episodes, free songs. You get to download my comedy album for free, which is a few years old now, but I think it still stands up a little bit. Or should I say holds up? And, uh, and, and then, of course, there's a lot of weird articles and videos and stories I've posted in there that just weren't suitable for the podcast. They're in there. And it's all enjoyable weird shit. So There's actually some personal stuff about me, too. So if you want to get to know me a little bit more, the Patreon. Yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, so thank you, Charlie. And you could do the same. You could join Charlie and the nice crew that we have in the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash AF News or go to WeirdAFNews.com, that website that I have put together uh, using the, some of the money from the Patreon, you know, building a professional website, keeping it going. Um, so, yeah, you can go there and there's links to the Patreon from there as well. I think I, I got some calls over the weekend. I'll probably publish them. And uh, if you guys would like to call the show because any of these stories touched you, touched you. 646-450-2012. Or you can email me, funnyjones at com, Or follow me on the Instagram, on the gram, y'all. Get on the gram with me, at funnyjones.
1: Hey, weirdos. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. And if any of you are regular listeners of the show, then you know I call in fairly often and Jonesy will play my calls. And I've asked him to play this uh, message for me. Um, as a favor. I happen to know that it's Jonesy's birthday coming up on April 27th. So that gives us about two weeks until his birthday to show our appreciation for him and all of the hard work he does with Weird AF News. So I'm asking all of the weirdos to uh, show their sense of appreciation for Jonesy in some way. And that could be something that's easy and as simple as calling into the show at 646-450-2012 and expressing uh, your thanks to Jonesy on a birthday message call or to do something like uh, sending Jonesy a birthday package. Um, It could be anything you want to send him. Just don't send him anything that contains tree nuts because he's allergic to those. Um, I'm maybe proposing that you send him the special food or something like that from your area, whatever your local specialty is, send that to Jonesy or, you know, whatever you like. But anyhow, um, it's his birthday coming up on April 27th. And so um, show your appreciation, maybe join the Patreon. Maybe you've got some of that... uh, that uh money coming from the government you know for that stimulus so anyway let's show our appreciation for jonesy and he'll uh give you his address if you just contact the show he'll get back with you all right please consider thank you everyone take care bye-bye
0: what is going on jonesy desert fox from cannabis conundrum here uh, it's been a long time, brother. Uh, it's been a long time since we got in a talk. Um, we kind of stepped away from the podcasting world for a while, but we're, we're planning new shows. Um,
1: the first one for Cannabis Conundrum, I want I want to be a very funny show
0: called Weed Versus Alcohol. It would mean a whole bunch to me, brother. It would mean the world to me if you could do a couple jokes for it. Um, you know, kind of like which one is your friend? Which one is not your friend? I don't know. I don't want to lead you in any certain direction. I know you're gonna give me something awesome. Cause you are awesome, brother. Uh, we gotta sit down and catch up sometime. Good to talk to you, Desert Fox. Out.